is. Who, whose turn is it? Whose turn is it to to intro? I never know. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember at this point. Craig, you want to intro? <laughs> God only, right? Welcome to my, uh, you know the drill. <laughs> like, did you forget the, the title of the show there for a second? I did. I, yeah, I almost said welcome to Modern Neon. Uh, oh, God. No, this is I a guess Modern I'm, Neon production? <laughs> I'm the one who doesn't know. A Modern Neon production. Present, God. you know the drill. God. So this is what we got to do. We got to get in contact with the Craig developers. We got to see if they can record some like special. We, we got to record a Craig announce um, intro, a Craig modern neon. Uh, there we go again. A Craig, um, you know, the drill. <laughs> a Craig, you know, the drill intro. And then um, a Craig, you know, the drill outro. You hear that, David Barry? Now I don't know the drill. All right. Oh, it's not God. just you. Oh, God. Neither one of you know the drill. Do you know the drill? I think I know the drill better than anyone. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many hours I, I spend after we record that I'm just like... Oh, 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 oh hey, listen, listen. Good. Hey, hey, let's, let's keep this, let's keep this uh, family-friendly, all right? We got some important yeah, things to yeah, talk yeah. about. I mean, I mean we had, the last, last week's show already had the explicit tag, so you know, we got to balance it out a little bit. I'm going to do my best to be on my best behavior because, you know, again, we're, we're going to be talking about something very important. And I don't even know if we introed. Do we need to intro? Or are we good? That's, Should we just... that's a good enough intro. All right, cool. We're, we're going to be talking about something very impo- important. God, I'm pulling at you right now, which you're seeing this everywhere right now. You're hearing it from every, everyone. And here's one more, uh, you know, thing to tell you. Vote. Just vote. Like, I don't like it. I, I'm so, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little befuddled right now because it's like, I've been doing some, uh, a little bit of some text banking and I, and, and it, it's been very like, to me, it's been, it's been very uh, spiritually breaking because I haven't had a lot of, you know, success. And I, and I wonder about the success, like the, like how effective that is. Although they keep saying, you know, that it is effective. So I'm going to keep trying and, you know, but like, I was, I was, I bet nowadays, as far as like the traditional marketing is concerned, I bet text banking would be probably the number one avenue because you know so many people just don't text all day every it, day. It is. It's just it, it, it's it's a little concerning to me because I I don't want to, and I don't think so, but I, I don't want to like alienate someone who could potentially vote. I mean, look, there's no mystery here. When people say to vote. Or trying to get people out to vote. You know, you know who they're, you know, you know who we're trying to vote like out. Well, I mean, there's one person to vote out. But, well, not just one per, but you know, and this kind, of, whatever. But you, you know, you know what this effort is about. You know what the stakes are. Okay, we, we've got a madman. We've got a lunatic in running this country right now, an absolute deranged lunatic. And the thing that's broken my spirit in this texting is I've, I've come across people, obviously you're going to have people who are on the Trump train. No, but they're, they're obviously you're going to get responses from people who are on the Trump train. But the thing that's been really upsetting is I've had like people who seem very reasonable who are like, again, who, like I, I've had like one person who said they were, de- they were Democrat and first time, like they're voting for Trump. And I'm like, wait, what? Like there's, there, there are people who I, I just don't, like if you're deranged, 
I understand you supporting this 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 very very like clearly out, off the rails out of his mind person. I I get that, I get that. But if you're like I I really can't understand a, a rational thinking person looking at all the stuff he's doing out in plain sight and saying no that you know I'm fine with that. Like that's just I'm still undecided. Like really like that's what really gets under my skin. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I'm having a bit of a morning. This is gonna be. <laughs> It's not even the morning, but anyway, I'll I'll hand it off to you because I, I need to be reined in a bit. <laughs> clearly, you know, no, no. I mean, you made it evidently clear whenever we go, you know, onto anywhere in this kind of like realm, right? Where you stand, right? I'm not gonna tell you because I feel like I'm as far as the spectrum is concerned, right? Yeah. I'm a bit more center leaning left. I'm definitely no, not I... a Republican, but I'm I am still on the Democratic side. I, no, if I may, I'm a little closer to where you are. Believe it or not, I'm just like you know, I'm a little more emotional than you are, which yeah, is not good. Agreed. I'll admit, you like you, but like no, really, I'm more like you. Like I'm not somebody who normally is going to be like, oh, just vote straight Democrat. I think you do need. I think there's. It's important to have two. Like, well, not just two, two, but it's it's important to have different sides and like to have different perspectives and points of view. But they have to be able to talk and discuss. And, and have communication. We don't have that. Like things are very lopsided right now. This you is need, the first. Yeah, you need to be able to reach across the aisle. 100%. You have to. And like the reason why I've really, I'm not somebody who's going to hit you over the head with my political beliefs normally. But r- right unless now. It, like, unless it the environment. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. True. But, the, but right now I don't even like, this is bigger than like, I'm not somebody who likes to deal in extremes or absolutes, but I'm going to make an, an exception here and say that like, we, we objectively have a bad human being in a position of power that we need to get rid of. This is not a political thing. This is not, this is somebody who Today, like, well, okay, whatever. I'm just saying that it goes beyond that. Like that, you've got a lot of, you know, the Lincoln Project. You've got a lot of Republicans who are like, no, this is not who represents me. Like, the, the, anyway, it's it's just a whole. This is unprecedented. So, again, rein me in a little bit. Don't let me <laughs> don't let me talk too much because I'm, I'm I'm more of I'm I'm more of a mess this morning than I than I am normal. It, or this noon 30, whatever, but. <laughs> no, so like my, you know, again, as you mentioned, everyone is telling you to vote. Like you are an American citizen because I know we have an international audience. We do, yes. Go out and vote. My opinion, regardless of who you're going to vote for, just go out and vote because if you, like, I think this may be, it's, it's probably going to sound privileged, right? But yeah. because of my state, right? I live in California. If I wasn't progressive, right, if I wasn't a Democrat, then maybe I have more of an issue. But my vote for the presidential race does not matter. Yeah. Like, I live in a blue state. Like, the, the day that we become a red state, yeah, I'm doing that right, is going to be borderline apocalyptic. Yeah. Even though, actually, looking at the primaries, I am in one of the only counties that did vote more Trump over Biden. I did. I looked at. I was. That's what I was looking at before we started. Uh, huh, I think. I think it was a close margin, though. Like I think it was maybe two percent, but still. Hmm. But there. Besides that, there's so much more for you to vote on. 
Oh, it's, totally. That's, for that's sure. My, that's my reasoning. It's like, even if you feel like, sure, oh, my vote for the presidential race isn't going to matter. Well, guess what? There's many other bills, many other people up for running that you need to voice your opinion on. And I think that's what people, a lot of people are forgetting. For example, I know the one of the big ones, and it kind of affects me because I do it sometimes, is like rideshare service. They have a they mm-hmm. have a bill out right now that uh, I believe it's at least here in California, maybe it's across you know on the federal docket. I don't know that will reclassify the gig economy as employees, right? Mm. That is made that is a major difference. Like, yeah, I, I I get both sides of the aisle, right? So the people who are pro employees, right, are the obviously yeah. the people who work in those industries, and right. It's their way of getting, like, having, essentially having the, gov- the government in their money and benefits, right? Because of course. A lot of people work very long hours doing that and don't have any benefits. However, the part of the idea of a gig economy, right, is you mm-hmm. do it when you want to. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know how many times that I've, like, decided, okay, hey, I'm going to go out and drive people around, you know, be a, a Lyft driver for a couple of hours today because I have nothing to do. And then something comes up and I cancel, right? If I was an employee, I would not be able to do that. Like, that is, okay, my, so that is my thing. Interesting. So it could, so even as someone like you who would be vote, like voting on this, it could be like either way. It's like, oh, I'm not sure because there's pros and cons for both, even for you as the person voting on this. Exactly. Yeah, that's the really important thing too, of course. And, and again, like, I know I'm coming in a little hot at the beginning of this, and that's not good. I shouldn't do that. I don't think it's effective to to be that way. I don't think. I think you need some. I think credibility is very important. I think that's something that a lot of people who behave like I was behaving a little while ago. It's and I understand it. It's passion, and passion can be good. I think that's an important piece of it. But you have to have credibility. Credibility is very important. You've got to be able to. You use some logic and, and, and reasoning and not just jump into something because this is the way that this group of people like, you know, like this is my side is into this. It's, it's important to look at it still, still examine it, still explore it and come to your own conclusions because sometimes you may find, you know, a flaw that other people aren't seeing or, you know, there, there could be a real reason to bring it up for discussion between both sides. And that's where, again, they're, you know, reaching across the aisle, you've got to have this, these discussions. And you have to have that credibility, because then if you're really examining things and really using your head and thinking, and you can explain why you feel a way about something, then people are going to believe you, or people should believe you better, because you, you, there's, you know, there's legitimate reason behind why you're, you've made a decision. And not just because everybody else is making this decision. So, right. Like, I think a good example of at least some, someone who's like out on the internet trying to do something, you know, not necessarily pushing their, I don't want to say pushing their narrative, but pushing their opinion upon you is mm-hmm. uh, Mythical Entertainment with Rhett and Link. They, oh, yeah. They made their, their vote like a beast campaign. And even though, while it is clear where they stand, right? What side of, of the aisle do they stand on? They made it as, like, I went in and looked it out just because I'm always interested in, in campaigns like that. Of course. And they, they made it, you know, try to be as bipartisan as the word, um, as possible. Like, 
you can go in and you can learn about everything that's going to be voted on and figure out, like, if you don't know what party you're in, they have it set up really easily. So you can look at it and go, okay, I align, this is what I think on this topic or whatever, this is where I align on this stuff. And I think that's yeah. the, the way that we should have to, I don't want to say market, but market the election to the people. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that is a really good segue into the next thing we're going to discuss. I don't know if you want to go there yet or not, but sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, whatever. I don't, hey, hey, listen, like I said, rein me in. I'm, I'm a little, uh, nah, if, there, if there's an episode to let you go on uh, reasonably unfiltered, it's this one. Well, and, and I will say this cause I, I, I drew, I, I, I drew, I do. I always look at it as the Spock brain. See, we're getting a Star Trek reference in God. this political episode. Now, I, I do think look at it as the Spock brain. I've used this analogy before because I, I know I'm a very emotional person, but I, I also try and be very logical. And I, and I always try to look at things objectively and I guess consider both sides and sort of understand, you know, for anything and like kind of try and get a better understanding of a situation. And I like to think that, you know, when I, when I have a strong feeling about something, I, that would hopefully help my credibility a little bit. And, and it, in that case, like, like I said, I wouldn't normally do this, but like, we've, we've got to get Trump out of there. I'm just saying, I'm just saying we have, he's a danger. He's a big danger anyway. No, I was going to say, it's like, I have family and members on both sides of the aisle and uh-huh. I have a lot of extended family, you know, as you know, Facebook, <laughs> we, you know, through Facebook, we talk about politics, which is always a great thing. That's exactly what Facebook should be. Using. Oh, perfect forum for politics. Perfect. It should just be a political forum. <laughs> exactly. My, I have a lot of extended family members that are both on either side of the aisle, and they are yeah. basically yelling into the void at each other. Which shouldn't, I mean, honestly, it shouldn't. I mean, I I understand it because like I'm at a point now where I I don't have tolerance for Trump support at this point. And and, and again, in any other situation, I've never been like that before. You know, I've always been, you know, if you have these political beliefs, you know, I I can still have a conversation with you. But but really, like, I I just, you just look at him. He is, he is a cartoon supervillain come to life. I'm not like me. I'm not exaggerating. You just look at, look at the debates. Just look at what comes out of his mouth. He told a white supremacist group to stand back and stand by on television, live. Yeah, this especially, is when real... was, especially when he was given the shot to denounce it. Exactly. I, I watched the debates. I saw this stuff with my own eyes. I saw the way he behaves. I'm being extreme because this man is extreme. This is an extreme situation, okay? I'm not... I'm usually one to... Look at this stuff and try to not let this out because I know this is there. I, I try to keep it under wraps and try and suppress it with some rational thought. But this is lunacy. We, we are really in a bizarre situation. And, and it's so like I can't I can't fathom. I'm really my, my mind is buckling right now trying to comprehend what it like, how it is that somebody could actually like this is this is my thing i think what's happening because i i think a lot of people and this really annoys me so much is these these like kind of like pseudo intellectual types who don't want to be sheep they and they they try to ju- they try to have like an alternate opinion it's like oh well let me look at this no you see i can find examples no like everyone hates trump no man like it's not like that. See, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like they're just trying to fi- not be 
brainwashed, quote unquote. But the fact of the matter is, is that they we're all brainwashed to a certain extent. You're getting information from a source, okay? And most media outlets these days have even the slightest bit of a bias. Because you you can find this online. You can look up, you know, media biases. I think there's a there's like a couple that are like true center. But like the point is, is that no matter what, you're getting information from somewhere. Okay. And you kind of at a certain point have to choose what you're going to believe in. I mean, it's very hard to find absolute, you know, like, like anybody can just, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is a lot of people, like I just see people saying, oh, you can't trust the mainstream media. I'm like, but you're like looking at like these alternate media outlets. Like, like how do you decide that you're, source information is right and others are right. Hopefully I'm making sense. It just, it just blows my mind that there are some people who just think that they're not sheep when it's like, they're no different than anybody else. They're still getting their information from a source. Does that make sense? Yeah. My first thought was when you were saying about false intellectuals, I'm like, are you like putting yourself on a pedestal at the moment? Cause you sound like exactly what you're describing. No, I mean, I, I'm, I, that, that's the, that's the point though, is that not, nobody's better than anybody else. And I, I'm part of it too. We, we all got to get, gain some perspective here and, and just understand that we're all like in this thing together. Nobody has a clue what's going on. We're just kind of, anyway, I don't know. Maybe I'm digging myself into a hole at this point. I'm not, I'm, I'm no better than anybody else. I get that. I'm just saying that these these people annoy me when they're trying. I think, okay, my, my original point, though, is that I think there's a lot of people who are just trying to s- support them because they, are, they hate the other side so much or they're just so tired of, quote unquote, mainstream media that it's, it's sort of reactionary, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, because most people I understand, and I'm not... I hate when I have to say most people because it's a generalization. But yeah, generalizations are not great, but sometimes yeah. you, you have to. For, in, the, for... in this case, yeah, I know there are a lot of people who, unlike unlike me, you know, I, I, I actively go and search out. Like if I find a news story that I find interesting, especially one we're going to talk about you know, here on the podcast, mm-hmm. I will actively go. Because, like, yes, I do get my news predominantly from a – relative center but definitely leaning left yeah bias but then yeah. i will actively go like oh okay this is interesting i will go to two three different republican leaning sites that i know of and i'll read oh, their their take on it so then i yeah. have both sides of the argument yeah that's an interesting th- and, and you know you could see some interesting perspectives that may challenge something that you believe at your core and it's not necessarily going to make you turn to that other side but it's you know it 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 forces you to re-examine your argument and make it stronger or perhaps find its flaws and and rework it you know that's that's the whole point through various because i don't want to call them out but various talks with my family members we've talked about you know why because they're like i'm like why do you support trump right what is your opinion what's going on and a lot of it is because they're they're older right Mm-hmm. And so they lived through Bill Clinton's presidency mm-hmm. and they were not like, we don't need another Clinton in the house. Right. So that's why yeah. they, they're like, he's the lesser of two evils. And I think that idea one is, is flawed, but I, I get what they mean. Right. Um, the idea is that this presidency, right. Mm-hmm. People came from Obama who people thought was extreme. Right. You know, Oh, right. Uh, Although he was president, 
but he was really more of a, you know, like he, he was somebody who really tried to reach across the aisle and tried to keep balance too, which is, it's weird that people think he right, was but extreme. What, but, but what I mean by that is like, it, it was something completely out of the norm for America to do. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Of course. And then his presidency ended up being a little bit more stagnant, a little bit more familiar, right? Sure. I think, I think that's also okay. the reason I, I, why I see Trump what was elected, because they're like, okay, we need something different, and he was more radical, right? Right. No, yeah. And so then, as people, as like family members I've talked to recently, they're like, yeah, we will probably end up like, yeah, this is why we voted for Trump four years ago. But now we have the understanding that, sure, his COVID response was garbage. He's done this, 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 and this. And we need something that's more familiar, right? So that's why, like, I think Biden has a higher chance of winning now, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. one, I mean, he's got, I would almost say, a more vocal, a definitely more vocal base. Well, we, we lived through this in the last election. People are, you know, like, we don't want this to happen again. So I, I think people are, are doing their part. I mean, it, it's it's kind of incredible to see the sort of what what's come out in response, I mean, to, to all that's been happening. I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, it's good to see that there's been such an active involvement and, and mobilization. And, you know, people are, are getting out there and they're trying to get their voices heard. And people are, you know, trying to now make more of a difference and not just in the election, but just in, in, in general, you know, social injustices that have been going on in this country for so long. And, and people are really more and more taking the streets and, and trying to make a difference, which is, it's good to see that that's, that's happening. And something that I'm, so like I, I hear, so you say that, you know, when you talk to people who say their reasoning is because they lived through the, the Clinton era and they don't want another Clinton house. Well, okay. So now my question from that becomes, okay, so what's your reasoning? What are your reasons for, just to me, I'm like, that's not a reason. That's just sort of a reaction. What is right. your reason behind not wanting more? Like, can you provide some hard facts that, you know, having Trump in the office is the lesser of two evils? Can you actually provide those hard facts? That's the important thing. Well, not yeah, just like four years ago, they could have, you know, now. I suppose. In our most yeah. recent conversation, we had we had talked about like I was very surefire like in your area, like your area, right? You know, very passionate about you know anti-Trump everything, right? Yeah. And I sat down and had the conversation with this person, and uh, she she explained to me like why she was pro-Trump and still relatively pro-Trump. And I'm sitting mm -hmm. there going, okay, I get that. Like you talk, she talked about jobs, she talked about. Uh, sure. Economy, like other, like the, the, she highlighted the things that "quote unquote" he has done as a president. Okay. Like, yeah, that's true. I get that. Well, like, fair enough. Yeah. I, I came to the conclusion that I'm going to, I'm not going, I'm going to agree with her and go. He is not the worst president we've ever had. He is definitely up there, but he's not the yeah. worst we've ever had. Sure. And it's all about it's all about optics, right? Like if you look at it from my stance, what matters to me then yes, I would say he's been the, one of the absolute worst. He abandoned our allies. He, he made a mockery of the, the United States on, like, on a brand level. On a yeah, that, I was, I was just going to say it's something that you, you and I have had this conversation off cast a lot, but you've said it, I think a, you put it in a great, you, you framed it in a perfect way. You've said he's bad PR for our country. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. 
that alone, I mean, like, sure, like, if you want to look at what he's done, you want to argue he's not the absolute worst, you know, fine. But like, in terms of, again, like you said, in terms of PR, in terms of what he puts out there, in terms of what he empowers, the, the in terms of, again, like, you, you look at, you just look at the, the kinds of groups, these hate groups that he gives them power, he, he encourages them, the behavior, his behavior is not accepted. And that is important, because this is the, this is the, the face of the country. And you have to, you know, you're looking at it from a global perspective, like you you can't have this kind of a face representing our country. It, it makes us look like a joke. Yeah. And, like, like as, I, as I told this person, I was like, I have no doubt that let's say Trump didn't win the presidency, right? I bet like if you put him somewhere where he could focus, like give him a seat in the cabinet, put him in a department somewhere. And I think he actually could have made, like, actually made waves and made change, right? Well, where he's I, not a hundred percent public face. I, you know, I don't know though, because like he's he's not a good businessman. He's he's bankrupted so many businesses. I mean, he he came from wealth. He inherited his fortune and he squandered it. So we should put him in the treasury. Got it? Yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, and and another thing too is that. And again, I don't. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to be a p- political expert. Oh, I, yeah, neither one of that. That's clear. Neither we sh- one of us are political experts. Although, if you're going to listen to one of us for political stuff, you should probably listen to Rutz a little more. He is a more well-read, a smarter guy, but I digress. Uh, but, I mean, Trump has made a lot of statements. I, he's, I do think he's very dangerous. I mean, he, he's very dangerously making moves to dismantle democracy. I mean, everything that he, him and his party they're all working to dismantle and, and again this isn't to dog the republican party that i just feel like it's it's become something completely different now like this is these are very very special interest people trying to simply change everything so that they get everything they want and have no concern for what most of the rest of the country wants you, you know say, you can also say that about the dems though that, but that's because political this... discourse and divide is so high yeah especially this year because of how 2020 no listen i'm not gonna disagree with what you're saying there you could say that i'm just saying like right now like i just think it's very dangerous and you know look this is this is the bottom line is like if you and i guess i'm kind of jumping over to like this whole you know judge nomination thing which is just okay actually yeah so i i so i kind of that's something i do want to briefly talk about that (sighs) my thing for that right is one Respect the process. You yeah. can't just shove her in there like that. This is clear violation. We're And this is like I'm saying before, this is why I'm so like fired up about we need to get Trump out is because like, and again, it's not just him. Like there's, it's, it doesn't end with him. There's, this is something that we, we need to, you know, it goes beyond him, but like, like out in the open trying to dismantle and, and, dismantle everything that this country is you know anyway i I, sorry to cut you off you can continue what you're gonna say no all i was gonna say was is that like because of this right has she been completely nominated by the senate already oh i'm not sure i i would i'm not sure i'm not sure about that process i don't think quite yet but i mean i i still received an email regarding like we got to stop this so i I don't think it's Mm -hmm. quite there yet I, i could be wrong but Okay, I mean, I, mean and you, I know I know if it reaches the Senate, we're it's pretty much screwed because well, you know, it, I know that's the Republican uh, controlled area of the of the I, House. 
I saw this um this statement opening statement and uh, it was Amy Amy Co Koblar is that how you say her name? Go, uh, I yeah. I think that's the, let me just make sure I'm getting the right person because I yeah Klobuchar I I guess that's how you say, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it but anyway um I was like didn't she she ran in the presidential race that's why I don't like laughing at you she no 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 she had a an opening statement she had an uh, her opening statement during the hearings is incredible you should listen to it it's so well well said and it's like I don't know how anybody could listen to that and not but, but my my point being is that like listen. There is nothing wrong if you like, like, for instance, if you're if if you're anti-abortion, there's nothing wrong with you having that belief. But you have absolutely no right to say everybody has to believe what I believe. None. That is not your right. That is not anybody's right to say what I believe is what everybody else should believe. And I'm going to enforce that and make that ironclad. And that's what they're trying to do. How I'm seeing it, Rick, mm -hmm. is my two issues with. Well, three. Three issues I have with this nomination. Yeah. Basically throwing the entire guidebook on, how, you know, and regulations on how to do this process. Like, I mean, right. it was like, what, two days later? And he's like, by the way, here's my announcement. Oh, it's so, so hideous. Such right. a awful, hideous thing to do. Like, blatantly disregard. Okay, I know you're trying to be, you know, look at the process. So we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you. The second thing is now... This has made it so he stacked Republican beliefs, believing, you know, uh, judges on the Supreme Court. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And so I understand why the why he did the process is because it's what makes sense to me. Like if I was a president who most likely didn't have the highest polls going into an election. Right. Then I would do anything in my power to make sure I stayed in office. So this way, if you look at it. You know, he's already pushing the invalidity of mail-in voting. So right. he's, going to, he's already accept, He's already stated that he will not accept the results of the election. So he is stacking the Supreme Court to be able to be in his favor for when he goes and essentially there's a lot. I think this lawsuit's already pending about when he goes to sue the Democratic Party and sue everybody to contend the results of the election. And that's really, I mean, this is really dangerous. I mean, this is why I look at him and I say, this is a very dangerous person. We've got to get rid of him because like he's, I worry about, you know, if he, if he remains like him trying to, you know, extend his presidency, like what's going to stop him from that? He keeps talking about it. You know, why would people think that that's, you know, do you really want to live under a dictatorship? I mean, this is perhaps that's being a little extreme. Perhaps that's, you know, extreme case scenario, but at the same time, you've got you've to keep these things in mind. I mean, I mean, like, my biggest issue, mm. and that's because it directly or indirectly relates to me, at least. Of course, yeah. Is that to, with her, this new justice in hand, two people are considering, or uh, they want to revisit a bunch of the equality um, laws that have been passed under Obama. And that yeah. I'm not okay with. Of course not. I mean, it's, 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 that, that would, that's perhaps, that was, that presidency was perhaps our most progressive in terms of cultural and social issues in a long time. I mean, I would say this year has almost caught up completely. I know. Like, in terms of a presidential span, like, I am not okay with that. You can't just, no, 
I mean, you can. Obviously, they're going to make they're going to try and do right. it, but you know, you can't well, just and that's like that. well, that's the problem is because they're they're doing everything they can to illegitimize the entire process. They're just trying to jump over this just to get what they want. They just want their way. That's it. They they're not concerned about working together, about discussion. It's all about let's get our way. And that's the thing that frustrates me is like you, you see this this blind patriotism, like, oh, land of the free. It's like, well, really, like you're rooting for for people who are trying to remove people's ability to have differing opinions and believe what they want to believe. Like, like it's you don't you don't you don't want freedom. You want your way. Like that's that's what it is. But their way is freedom. Well, <laughs> you know, and and and, I, and I've been talking about this because I know that there's you know it's like this this whole thing about like people are against government regulation and things like that, which which I, I can understand. That. I'm not like I'm. I definitely understand both sides and like, I don't like this, you know, I'm very weary of authoritarianism and government and all that stuff like that. But at the same time, I think regulation is necessary because it's, it's kind of like, you look at the government like parents, okay? And, and you look at people like children. It's like, children can't just do whatever they want. They need parents to sort of regulate them a little bit and make sure that they grow up to be good and have decent values and everything like that. That's kind of what, what regulations are like. It's like, you know, yes, like it would be nice if people could go, could be free to do whatever they want, but people as a whole, a lot, you know, people, and there's a lot of, you know, again, I don't want to, I'm not, broad strokes are kind of, you know, I'm not trying to generalize. It's just for purpose of example, but like, you kind of can't trust to let people do whatever they want because a lot of people like children, they're just going to misbehave and, and run amok and cause problems, which is why yeah. you, you do need some, you need some regulation. It's like parents. We don't say, oh, you know, uh, you don't have parents like having kids and then sending them off into the world at age three with like a hat and a briefcase. It's like, well, be free, do whatever you want. That's what it's all about. And the bad actors are much louder than the good ones. I said, and the bad actors are much louder than the good ones. Hmm. I, I hope we're not like tangenting too much at this point, but that that always, uh, you know, my my dad always had this expression that I think is a really good one. The more he spoke of his innocence, they qu the quicker they counted the spoons. I think that's a really important thing to keep that everyone should keep in mind because because um, credibility is not something that's it's not something you're born with. It's something that's earned. You shouldn't just expect people to believe you. And people who just continue to talk about how much honor they have. And it, actually, I think the saying may be the more, the more he spoke of his honor, the quicker they counted the spoons. I think, or I don't know, either way, you know, there's a reason why people, people will do whatever they can to, to get your credibility because they're, they're hiding something. Okay. So yeah. let's just, I mean, we're pretty much a good chunk through the episode, but let's roll in through a quick break. Roll I need more coffee. I need, I need like, 17 shots of espresso and we'll come back with i just want to briefly touch on a few interesting tactics that uh, have been going on for campaigning sure so sure we'll, we'll, we'll be right back hey what's going on everybody my name is jeff also known in the internet world as jefferoth inviting you Subscribe to my new podcast, The One-Winged Gamescast. Every week, I will take the wealth of knowledge I've picked up over the past few decades as I've played video games and covered the industry, and use it to celebrate gaming's past, discuss gaming's present, 
and hypothesize about gaming's future. All the news, all the trends, everything you've ever wanted to know with my own unfiltered opinions. My special guests will have a good time, so pull up a seat on the couch and let's chat. It's the One Winged Games Cast with me, Jeffaroth, on your favorite audio platform of choice. Subscribe now. Oh we're back, you know, late ad, but listen to what we got to say, if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Before, yeah, I'll, I'll mention it at the end. Anyway, uh, we got, since this is our political episode, I actually want to talk about the two major ways that stand out, stand out at least, for people who are trying to get people to vote, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm interested, what kicked it off was the whole Biden Animal Crossing deal. Right. Yeah. Do you? I want to. I want to know how much they paid an intern to set that up because I feel like they just happened to have an intern lying around that was like, who was playing hey, Animal Crossing yeah, one day. Happen- exactly because they already had an- like had announced right that yeah. people like in game were already making Biden designs and putting signs out in front of their houses and stuff. So why not capitalize on something like that? That makes one hundred percent sense to me. I, I I have to ask and I just. And I know it's very unlikely, but I, but I'm just out of curiosity. Is it confirmed that Biden had no like he had nothing to do with that island, or is there any chance that he might be playing in? Well, I, I just again like I I know there's 99% chance that like he had nothing to yeah, do with I would, it, but I, like I would give, I, I'd give him a one to two percent chance. Apparently, from reports, Biden will hop on like actual Biden will hop on you know for. X amount of time per day whenever he has the time and he'll like walk around and if you find him on his island which is a dream island apparently yes dream island you can he'll interact with you and take you can take pictures with him and like that kind of stuff very virtually presidential that's but really I, that's cool yeah i strongly doubt that it's him most of the time right i mean who has the time like i don't even i barely even have time to play any kind of video game like that and i'm not well even, i mean I'm just I mean, this guy who runs a podcast and a company and blog. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're not you're not necessarily the 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 best example of the average uh you know person with free time. So You're talking about uh, But you see and you don't have a switch, so you know, who has the time? Well, it is portable, so you ever have to you can always spend time in the in the uh, presidential office playing Animal Crossing. I'm just saying. God, oh god. <laughs> You may you may have to cut that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all staying in. Oh no. <laughs> no. What I love though is that there was an interesting response who uh, from the the Trump campaign who just like they obviously belittled the move, right? But I thought it was fun. Like this is who's um, who was reporting on this? CNN. So fake news, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so it says like you he has ice cream stands, model trains, and swag. With with less than three weeks until election day, we're continuing to reach out to voters across the country wherever they are, including on Animal Crossing. From that's from Christian Tom, the director of digital partnerships. Exploring mm-hmm. is at the heart of Animal Crossing, and we know that Biden HQ will encourage players to explore all the ways they can make it fun to vote at IWillVote.com and the more or less Biden and, and Harris. So the former vice president can also be seen walking around areas of the island where players can even take pictures with them. 
when they're interacting with his character, probably they'll even shout "No Malarkey," one of his slogans and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I like I realistically think that's it because I think it's a great idea to appeal to your fan base, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And I think it's it's interesting that they also linked it, you know, with the whole voting campaign because, like, on the contrary, you know, Trump has been going and having his giant ass rallies and uh, yeah, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, which is definitely the greatest thing to do, obviously. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Again. But like this is more of a interesting and I would say innovative way of getting your voice, getting this the the information to the people. While personally, I don't play Animal Crossing. I wish mm-hmm. I did, but I don't. I I don't I don't either anymore. I cannot stand it. <laughs> I'm offended. See now I don't now I have no reason to buy a Switch. No 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 um, no no. <laughs> it, it's it, remember they've got that uh, they've got that um, uh, Fire Emblem coming to. I have no interest in that. <laughs> uh, whatever. But anyway, yeah. The, the, this next story, this next uh, example is actually what intrigues me the most because, like, not only was yeah. it unexpected, it broke records. Well, really quickly though, do you, you know, I, I think it's interesting too because, like, they you've got like you know in political history you have like these sort of landmark moments. I mean, like for instance, you've got. Uh, like the the first presidential televised presidential debate, you know, with uh, Kennedy and Nixon, and a lot of and some people think that that's how Kennedy won is because like you know he was very well composed and you know he looked good on TV, and then you had Nixon who was sweaty and nervous and looked right. shady, right? And I, and I wonder, I mean, I don't even wonder, but it just, it'd be interesting because like this this could be like in in you know this could be one day taught in political like american history for political you know like like when to looking at elections i don't know like they, uh, yeah they could, i wouldn't doubt that one bit it's kind of fascinating um i think it's yeah i think it's a smart move i think it's interesting it's it's progressive in the sense not not in the you know but like just in the sense of like you know times changing like and it's great cuz you know it does it it appeals to that young vote and it's impo- that's important it's important to get the the younger demographic out there and voting so Right. So, like, for example, so this next piece that I want to talk about, and yes. this is definitely the more news buzzy piece, is just out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere, we'll put it that way, um, AOC, Jennifer Cortez, I, I can't remember her full name, I'll be honest. Um, Alexandria, uh, okay. Or, or Tasia Cortez, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She, she announced that she wanted to play Among Us, the, the hit popular game right now of Deception and mystique with a bunch of people, just I don't know where to help you know the voting effort. And mm-hmm. within three hours of her announcement, she had already had a Twitch page that completely verified with over two hundred thousand people following it. Yeah. So that I'm not, I'm not surprised that was going to be big, right? Right. Of course. And well, I, I don't believe you watched the event, right? I, I watched a, a little bit of the beginning, and, and I want to watch the whole thing. I just, again, it's it's hard to sit down and watch a whole three-hour stream. <laughs> I don't watch many. You're, you're right. You're right. Like, um, I know the only thing that I briefly watched is I started, and I bookmarked it because I was going to watch it before the cast, and, you know, just don't have the time. But uh, Cinnamon Toast Ken, who was a, one of the influencers that played with her, um, already put a video out. It's like a half hour mm-hmm. of him playing with AOC. And I was meaning to at least watch that. Uh, from what I did watch of it, she like 
one, she seemed like a je- like she was genuinely having fun, which is always a plus, right? Yeah. Like, sure, she was pushing, you know, vote, make sure you go out and vote, 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 vote. That was the whole point. So that I understand. Like, she genuinely seemed like she was having fun. Like, for example, in this Cinnamon Toast video, she's like, they were, they were messing around and Ken happened to be one of the imposters and he was following her, following her around to show his innocence. And right. she was like, I, I think he's trying to prove that he's innocent, but he's probably just marinating me. So like, is that what it's called? Is that the term that he's just marinating me? And I was like, okay, that's, that's she's even trying to use like among us terminology. Like that's kind of fun. Wait, is like, is marinating like is marinating like an actual term? Marinating is an actual an actual term. Okay. And it's, it's interesting too because like I know we were kind of talking about this earlier, but it's like I don't. It's sort of a fascination to me is I don't see like it's it's hard for me to imagine politicians like playing games and like I, at some point that's going to happen. I think like you're going to have gamers who are actual politicians, but it's like how it's like one of those things like how do they find the time? But it's it's also interesting too because like historically there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of uh, um, discourse. Yeah, there. It's video games have always been sort of a hot subject in um, in Congress, and it's they've generally it's been more of a negative connotation. So it'd be interesting to see people who play games later in the future coming into Congress. Which again, it's going to happen. I mean, like everybody's playing video games now, and I, and so I wonder. Like I'm always like like oh does she she playing games? Do we have like a, a politician who plays who plays video games? Not that it, you know, not that that's important, you know, because video games are not, you know, like they're, it's just kind of cool. I don't know. Jump forward to the end of the, uh, to the end of the stream. She broke the record. Well, she placed the record. She was in, she now has the uh, record for the third most watched individual stream. But mm-hmm. I think, I know the big one behind is Ninja and Drake. You know, that big sure. one that was like one or two years ago. That's based on her numbers, right? Yeah. Because of Among Us, right, you can watch any other person involved. So I think the current tabulation is probably easily, I would say easily, over a million concurrent viewers. Because, right. like, she played with Pokemane, who's got, you know, a massive following on Twitch. Jacksepticeye, who's got a massive following on Twitch. In not even including the big influencers, quote unquote gamers, that have come out of the Among Us craze, like Corpse and Toast and JP and like all these other people. These are people who have seen, like, who have risen because of Among Us. Yeah, exactly. Like, kind of uh, like so kind they're, of recent. They're very like, recent. Yeah, very recent. I mean, like, wow. sure, they are, you know, they game you know they probably have a little bit of a following before that right? they've they've existed before yeah but that's where they sort of broke right, right. like i mean i don't I, I i watch a handful of like gaming content creators not a lot because to be honest it's not my thing yeah say. like i'm more of a diy kind of person but every game like that i've been watching features like the common people you know you just go through the list yeah. like these people are there and you are you are I wouldn't have known that I wouldn't have known about them otherwise. I think you're like the least gamer gamer that I know. Probably. Like I like I I don't even think it like I, I I'm like sometimes like, oh yeah, Rutz Rutz plays like I'm sometimes you talk about videos like I'm like, oh, oh yeah, Rutz Rutz does play video games, huh? Yep. He, he does I'm, he I'm plays video games a lot. Kind of. I, yeah, you are. It's just you're you're a gamer at heart, but not in mind. Um Yeah, exactly. 
you know, and since I was uh, just looking looking at her channel too, and like she hasn't she hasn't done any other videos uh, yeah, since, but it was only I mean, four. It was, just her thing. it was just a. It was four days ago, but I wonder. I wonder if she'll do any other streams. I, I know she's done like stuff on Instagram, like she's kind of done Q and A stuff, and I think she does that. I, I wonder if like maybe she would even just like sort of switch over to Twitch and and start doing more of those. Like, I, what do you do? You think she'll stream on Twitch again? Or do you think it was like just no, a one I don't, shot? I don't. I don't. I think it might be a bit of a one shot thing, but mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, I was surprised that she did it in the first place. Though maybe Biden has a Nintendo Switch. God, yeah, maybe he's sitting like backstage in the green room right before the debate, and instead of going over his points, he's he's wandering around taking pictures with people in Animal Crossing. Well, you know, it would be a good way to relax before before a debate. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh God, yeah, it would. <laughs> maybe. Maybe Biden is that is that gamer politician, that elusive gamer politician. Oh God, who knows? <laughs> Wouldn't that who be something? Knows? That would be hilarious. Well, it turns is funny. He, turns out he he just instead of Animal Crossing, he just plays Farmville. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Joe Biden, to, to my understanding, has always been kind of viewed as a more like down to earth kind of guy. Like he's always been that. I think I remember, and again, I could be getting this wrong. I'm saying this because I, I want to know if you, this is something you've heard too, or okay, something. Well, then pause your thought again. I feel I, I, I think I remember like hearing that like he, uh, you know, like he would just like take the train or the bus, like he'd take public transportation to work with everybody else, and you know things like that. So I don't know, maybe, Ooh, uh, you know, knows. maybe maybe he did make that island. <laughs> you know what? It's all it's possible. It's possible. We Stranger things. Stranger things have happened, right? Oh, oh my God! You went there. <laughs> I even thought about going there, and I was like, "No, that's that's too much." And then, of course, you went there. Halloween. Still, Halloween. technically, this actually this episode will come out the day before Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy Halloween! <laughs> I need to do that better. Yeah, you gotta. You you, you got like. <laughs> Like you, you're you are actual evil, so you should be able to pull that uh, yeah, off. You know, uh, I, I'm a little offended that people think I'm evil, but um, yeah, you're <laughs> you're offended, but it's true. Uh, you're yeah. you're a, you're an evil robot come to take take over humanity. I'm the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, since Doc gave the wreck last week, you want? Do you have a wreck, or you want me to give one? Do you have one? I have one. I, I, I have a I have a loose wreck. Sure. A loose wreck? Let me see. Let me let me think. Let me think what uh think if I got anything uh nice is it is oh no. Is it a spooky recommendation? It's, it's, it's spooky. It's or it, as I mentioned in the podcast last week, it's a spoopy reference. Spoopy, spoopy, spoopy. I swear it, it, I said spoopy people. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't think I I wrecked this either. Oh, here, you know what? Give, give your wreck and I'll throw mine afterwards. I just need to find it. Okay. All right, well, to stick with our spooky themes since this is the last, the last episode before Halloween and Spooktober will be over, I want to go with a classic. I'm going to recommend doing research into the event itself because I think the event is more interesting than any kind of media has presented it. But we're going classic. Amityville Horrors. Hmm. Feel free to watch the movie. I think the 1984 movie does the best job at pushing the original narrative that the house is haunted, right? But uh-huh. 
it got me like I've really never been too interested into it. And one of the other podcasts I listened to, um, shout out to Shit They Don't Tell You from Nikki and uh, Limo and Stephen Green. They just did an episode all about it for the entire for like a full hour of the Amigo Horror, and it got me like really interested into the actual story behind it. So I've done some research and I have my own thoughts. Maybe that'll be a episode down the line, but. I definitely recommend looking into the event itself. And if you want something that's a medium wise that you can ingest and figure out for yourself, I would say the 1984 movie or the book, the original book. Okay, cool. I found it, by the way. Okay. What is uh, it? It's The Wolf of Snow Hollow. I saw it recently at a drive in, and uh, it's, it is a, a horror thriller. And boy, is it. It's really, an, I'm just going to like, I'm trying to think out, uh, tonally it's a little strange, I think, and maybe a, a little like not consistent perhaps, but like it, it was really good. I'm just going to say that, check it out. I think if I said anything more, it could like, it's, it's got a really, it really kind of, it, it's funny. It kind of plays with the audience a little bit. It's, it's got a, a really interesting twist, but yeah, I, uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. And hey. you should check it. You should check it out as well because I think I'd, I'd I'd love to chat with you about that one. All right, all right, there we go. All right, as soon as I've got a minute, I'll do it. Yeah. Do you, you for I'm gonna give you since I outro it all the time. Would you like to outro this time? Boo, 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 boo. Not that. Oh. <laughs> you know the call uh, to action. You know. Tell oh, the oh right, the thing, right. Do the thing. Sure. Thing. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I guess. Uh, if you feel so compelled, you know, if you really, if you really like what you're hearing, then give it, give it a, a, a rating, a like, a, a follow, whatever, whatever it is people do. If you don't like, like it, then maybe don't. No, I'm or, just kidding. Or, or do it anyway. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, just go ahead and, uh, you know, let, let your voice be heard about how you feel about our podcast. You, you can find this. Uh, no, wait, no. They've already found this. Why am I, I'm, I'm getting all mixed. Up. I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. I, I, got I wanted to let, let you have a shot. I got this. I got this. We've got a, a Twitter and an Instagram. Follow them. I think the links will probably be in the description. Um, they, they will be, probably. And uh, follow them because I don't think we have any any followers at the moment. And uh, and uh, I, I need to, I, I need I to get on that. I, I don't even think our, our like personal channels follow them. I need to get on it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm probably going to be posting things on that someday, maybe. I don't know. That's my goal, whether it'll happen or not. I, I don't know. What else, what else do you say? Does there, I cover one, it? No, there's one big one you're missing. Uh, tune in next time? Okay. All right. I got it from here. So we have a Discord. Oh, that's right. The, the Discord. Discord that we're recording in right now. Yeah. Come <laughs> so join the. Yeah, come join the Discord. We're having a lot of fun. It's it's picking up. It's getting a little lively. And if you are active enough, maybe you'll even get to catch a uh, recording live. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. We've. It's just it's just friends right now. We don't have any. We don't have any li- like any don't know uh, that. any. <laughs> We don't we don't have we don't have any uh, non-friend listeners in there who could become our friends. That sounds so sad. Yeah, I I'm trying to appeal to yeah, I'm trying to 
You gotta get the, that pathos in there. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to get the sympathy. Uh, the sympathy joins here. I don't know. Cut it out if you want. All right. All right. Well. <laughs> la- last no. And uh, last quick announcement. We're proud of Modern Neon, the company behind uh, this your favorite podcast. You know the drill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's proud to announce we're going to be partnering with Jeffaroth. Uh, a good friend who also runs the One Winged Games cast and streams online and whatnot. You know, online gamer personality, all that fun yeah. stuff. We're going to be joining him for his extra life stream benefiting his local uh, children's hospital at the University of Iowa oh, that's on right. November 7th and November 8th. We'll be participating on the 7th. The 7th is PC games, so we're going to probably be playing Among Us. And I know he wants to. Uh, help try and defuse bombs on keep talking and nobody explodes so those are up on, on the docket at the moment and then he will be doing a full uh day of retro streaming to Ooh. support his charity on the 8th i and it'll it'll be 12 hours from 8 8 to 8 central time and you can find all the details mm. either on his twitch channel uh twitch.tv slash jeffroth or on modernneon.com there will be a pin article in the head uh, on the feature role i'm uh definitely planning on being there i'm hoping i'll be there i know Russ will be there i i'm hoping i'll be able to make it at least for at the very least i should be able to be there early in the morning at the beginning of the stream hopefully all right well i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and if you want more episodes like this let us know because this was fun yeah i enjoyed it yeah i enjoyed being the uh the yeah uh, Common, I want to say common sense one, but that's not not what I mean. Anyway, hey, the, the grounded one. There you go. Listen, listen. Sense. I think. Look, I, I know I, I'm definitely a little bit more emotional, but I, I think I I make some fairly points. sensible points. You make you make valid points. It's the wrong yeah. turn of phrase. Whatever. <laughs> all right, all right, y'all. See you next time. Listen to Addis next time. I guess that's and, how, and, how you gotta do it. Join the discussion. Come to the Discord so you can suggest topics that you'd like to hear. We, yes, we have a topics board in here that we, uh, the Pokemon actually last week was our first Discord suggested topic, and I thought it went well. I it was, it. it was a good friend of ours who, who had posted. You, who, you, who you will probably see more of soon. Yeah, yeah. So because now, we because it's week. just I'm it's just you friends off. get out of here. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're done. We're done. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh,